everybody welcome back to episode 14 i'm sure uh you kind of missed us we were on a brief break uh stint as of sorts but we are back in the lab moses how's it going man pretty good it's uh nice to be back uh, obviously we had our long weekend here so yes. got to not really enjoy it it was just a rush getting home <laughs> and then coming back to work but uh everyone else who who did north of the border hey uh hope you had a good family day heritage day whatever day it was that you yeah. were given on august uh, august long so yeah whatever but everyone's back to the grind oh yeah for sure uh glad to glad to be back um and get back into this get back into this sport talk uh we got a lot today we had um a, an update from the nba bubble that's been buzzing right now um i know Moses is, is on, uh, we, we got short for time because Moses is humping, hopping back right back into the NHL. Flames are going to be on the on the loop right now. They're still in it. Moses, how does it feel, the renaissance, because there's at least, what, two teams from Canada uh, or three? Did three. The, yeah. Montreal out east and then the two that are in the Edmonton bubble are Vancouver yeah. and Calgary. So uh, it was, it's funny because uh, both the teams that were the hosts, uh, well, you know, the cities, the host cities, the Oilers and and the Leafs, yes. uh, both lost out. But yeah. yet, uh, potentially could win the number one overall pick and draft uh, Alex Lafreniere, who's supposed to be a super stud, excellent skater. Um, you know, one uh, was pretty much the most valuable player in the entire country in the CHL for two years running. So uh, this kid's going to, is a stud. He's going to play uh you know exceptionally well is a definite superstar and one of these teams is going to get him and even pittsburgh might get him so you know this is what happened last time they got wow. Sidney crosby was uh, a luck of the draw in 2004 oh, for sure and now they're going to have an opportunity to draft the kid even though this team still has you know crosby you throw in melkin they're still a good team and then you throw in a kid who's going to be on an entry-level contract for three years who's dynamite oh they're going to be super dangerous over the next few years. So I have a feeling it's going to be Pittsburgh. That's just how I see it. Uh, better than Edmonton because Edmonton has had too many first round picks. I think there's a lot of the consensus, <laughs> a lot of national hockey league fans. It's I, just like, just, yeah, just don't last, go to Edmonton, please. Over the last four years, I think they've had like at least two really uh, high up picks. What first or second round? Well, there was a year they went three in a row. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, like, but what are they going to do? And then you got I Connor mean, McDavid. I mean, and I oh, and he's man. he's a sensational player for them actually. I think yeah, he was sadly their top... it's only him and Drysaddle. Yeah, <laughs> he was like yeah, at that point, like I think their top jersey sale um, for at least a season and a half. Uh, the year he he got there, I I saw way too many of those jerseys out and about <laughs> in very very in 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 less than a season. It was, it was every lot of hype. It's like a lot of Zion jerseys for a guy who you know, <laughs> barely played, played, but a few minutes. But he comes in with a lot of hype. That is and true. And he's the arguably um, the second most popular player in the NBA right now. Yeah, I would I'd, I would say I'd wow. say he's behind LeBron. You think so? In terms of draw, yeah. yeah. If you've got a casual observer, you know, watching a Pelicans game, yeah. <laughs> obviously, you know, you got somebody there. You That's got- how I see it. You got, you got. He's he's the second coming. You know, he's the. He's, he's very intriguing. Yeah. You know, you know when you you think about him, the hype that he came through high school. What's great about, I guess, this era is we see these kids grow up. I remember watching and hearing about Bull Bull, like you know when he was in grade eleven. Yeah. So like you remember, I was I already knew who he was. He were, he was in terms of like basketball heads, like people who who followed the game and watched kind of like the up and comers. 
you know, much like you would if you were following junior hockey in Canada, you know, you knew who these kids are going to, you know, are. And you're like, man, they're studs when they're at that age. Imagine when they get to the pro game and then their bodies adjust to the game. It'd be and a then you see level. some of these guys. Oh, yeah. And some of these guys are teenagers who are instantly making impacts. Like Bull Bull has done a fantastic job yeah. uh, since coming off his injury. Uh, you, you also look at Zion Williamson in this short stint. He's done, you know, pretty well. Like they're obviously managing his minutes of obvious reasons. They, they have a lot invested in him in New Orleans. And they want to make sure that he's he's healthy. He's had knee troubles before, so they're monitoring him in that in that situation. And you know, the minutes is getting. He's getting buckets, and he's getting You know, he's getting rebounds listen, and everything else. So listen, I mean, even even in his uh, his regular season, I mean, the kid looking at his stats now, and I mean, it's just the one line on the ticker tape. But you know, a 40 percent three point shooter for a kid who's just starting out, that's really good because that's it shows that he's at least making good use of, of his opportunities. You know, he's not he's not the, the the volume shooter that maybe a few people would be looking for in a rookie. But you when know. you're playing 20 to 25 minutes a game and putting up the numbers he is, because he's getting 20 plus, 25 plus. Yeah, you know, on average. Uh, yeah, on average. So when you look at that, for the minutes he's been given, so add another 10 minutes to that. Add another five minutes to that. Incredible. Those numbers are going to go up even more. For it's sure. like Luka Doncic and just watching his numbers just add... <laughs> you know skyrocket or Giannis. Giannis is playing fewer minutes two fewer minutes but he's averaging more points um slightly more rebounds and uh, i think yeah when it comes to his defense it's it's been phenomenal in terms, when it comes to blocks and everything and that's why he's a finalist for defensive player of the year as well as mvp oh for Which sure i think it was a shame because if there's one candidate who should have been on that list is chris paul oh should have been on that list upset what upset about that what do you mean though so you're telling me chris yeah. paul should have been considered this year this season for uh an mvp or 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 100 because and here's my reasons i'm okay. not gonna i'm just saying this because i'm just like ah, i'm just gonna you know, of course of course please like, yeah. randomly spew out stuff <laughs> please give please there's this mvp means the most valuable to your team right it's just based on the regular season most value to your it's been more valuable to their team than chris paul they were given a 0.2 percent chance of making the playoffs and he's got him into a fifth or sixth seed how in the hell do you not give that guy the mvp and knowing full well if he was not there and didn't buy into the system in okc that team would capitulate so my opinion he deserved to be a finalist at the very least, at the very least. So, yeah, you sure you could try LeBron. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I, I do like LeBron, but I just when I look at the finalists and I'm like, how do you leave Chris Paul out there considering it's the most valuable to your team? And he's certainly extremely valuable because, you know, the wins and losses would be dra- dramatically different if he wasn't on that OKC lineup. For sure. In it. Oh, for sure. And I mean, him playing still, if he did play for, for the Lakers or maybe even a bigger franchise with more pieces, I, I agree with you. He definitively would have been making a a larger, a deeper playoff run than than where he is now. And I think pound for pound in terms of a a uh, point guard, he's you cannot discredit him. He might not be the flashiest because I think, you know, in a world no, where... No, but his leadership is, I think... You know, second to none. Yeah, and yeah, you know he can get in your face, but of course, you know he is. Of course, you know what? 
the teams that he's played on have done well. Like you cannot say they're like, oh, there's just a bunch of bums. Yes, he hasn't had the the playoff success, just only one conference final appearance. Should have been an NBA finals appearance if it wasn't for those injuries. But I, I, I don't also, care what the Golden State Warriors will say about that. If he was there for game six, oh, it seven, would have been it would have been over, shut down. It would over, have been shut down. Over. Mm-hmm. over. Uh, he, he I like, had the, the, I like the argument. Yeah. No. I like the argument about like um, you know, uh Warrior fans saying, Oh, you know, if we had KD in the lineup, the Raptors wouldn't have won. Well, or healthy KD or whatever. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, you wouldn't have won the championship then if if you want to play that game, like I said, with go Houston back and go the back to final, the conference. And then finals. go back even further in the first uh meeting in the NBA finals between the Cavs and Warriors. Yeah. If you had a healthy Kyrie and a healthy Kevin Love. I think it's a different story. story. It's a completely different story. And LeBron got cheated, by the way. Here's another rant for you. LeBron (laughs) got cheated of an MVP. He was averaging a triple-double in the finals. He, Even though he lost, should have deserved the MVP, not Iguodala. Guaranteed. He only played those two games. I just don't (laughs) – it didn't make sense to me. I'm – yeah. I'm just fired up. Because it would have been um, unprecedented in the last 10 years to – Well, yeah, because like Jerry West was the last guy to do it for the Lakers. Yeah. Way back. So um, for me, I'm like – Honestly, like you see that in, in the National Hockey League, it happens all the time when you have the playoff MVP not being, being the, the opposition. And yeah. it's it's happened a few times. It's not, you know, granted, like when if you win it. No, but if you wanted to ask me who the best player was at that finals, was it 2014? Yeah. Uh, 2014? Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. That very first meeting? 2015. Yeah. So, yeah. So you, you want to know who the best player was? It was LeBron. He averaged a triple-double. In the finals. How in the hell do you not give him that award? Even though his team didn't win, he was the best player. That The only issue was he didn't have the bodies with him that could help him get him over the hump. He did eventually a year later with Kyrie in the lineup and Kevin Love. But if those two were in the lineup in that year, they would have won it. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. No, it's uh, it's easy to say. So uh, Golden State Warriors, you better watch your mouth. Draymond Green especially. He's in the (laughs) hot seat again. Uh, with the NBA's increased tampering laws going on, uh, he was fined or reported, I think it was another $10,000. Uh, it's chump change. Draymond's on a pretty decent contract with the Warriors. But, um, Moses, what's your what's your position on, on uh, Draymond being very much just the most outspoken recruiter on the NBA scene thus far? Uh, his, you know what? I think... oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah his comments on Devin Booker. Uh, or, yeah. or imploring him uh, to leave on national TV is uh, a little, a little uh, push a little too far. You know, of course, the, he's, in, he's insinuating leave, but join, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, play with some guys who actually want to win. Huh? Who, who? Well, I, I, well, you know, get him out of Phoenix. Uh, we've seen it so far, five and zero, oh, entering the week, the final week of uh, you know playoffs, and they're within the they're within the hunt. They're within the hunt of of grabbing a spot. I Knocked the Pelicans out. Yeah, Pelicans officially out. Yeah, I I think when you look at what Draymond, I don't know. It's just it's so tough because you could compliment the player, and that's still considered tampering. And even when it doesn't mean you like, I remember when Magic Johnson was caught with all sorts of tampering, but it was for the most ridiculous things. Like he's, he was asked about Giannis Antetokounmpo and he said, you know, what do you think of him as a player? He's like, I think he's a great player. Like, you know, he thinks Milwaukee can win a championship or two with him. He didn't say, Oh, he looked good in a purple, you know, in purple and gold. No, he didn't say that. What did he say? He just, he simply said, this guy's going to win multiple championships. For he's sure. going to be a very, you know, he's an excellent player. Now he's going to be a legend later on. For sure. And what happens? 
you get fined. So I don't. I, I think it's uh, a little extreme, uh, a little harsh. I think by the NBA, they can do that. I think you can still compliment the player without actually being considered tampering. Yes. But yeah. The NBA has kind of gone to the extreme with that, which I, I think is a little tad ridiculous. And even in Draymond's aspect, yeah, you know, you want the guy out. Of, you know, you got to get him out of Phoenix. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> I mean, he's it, not not a not a truer statement had been said, honestly. Uh, but he, yeah, he didn't say it specifically, you know, where it was to just a go. statement. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I don't know. I think that one, I would, it, to me, it'd be more so a warning than a fine. Cause you're like, Hey man, that, that, that could be considered, but the NBA has fine guys for much for less, much less. Yeah. And that was and magic. Johnson's a prime example. Of my, that, so. my, I don't know. The NBA is crazy. On that my, aspect. my, my, my viewpoint on it is more so the fact that, I think this is a post-LeBron law, uh, that the scrutiny comes under the aspect that not a lot of GMs and owners in the back, you know, I, you know, owners also have opinions too, and they they have to go on these board calls and um, get to speak with Adam Silver. And I'm pretty sure they said, listen, LeBron James in the front office has been running a little too rampant here. He's getting a little out of hand, and I think he's inspired a new wave. Draymond now being on on LeBron's, um, you know, on the ticket for Clutch Sports, I think uh, Draymond's become a lot more liberated in in how he sees, it, you know, and he's he's like, well, under under the guise of LeBron, let me see if I can get my own recruiting recruiting program going on, you know, guide some players. Yeah, the they next but generation. they were different. They literally like they, I don't know LeBron and the whole Clutch Sports. Yeah, they literally were just tampering. Right? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> that, so that's they, that that that's completely different from what's going on with Draymond. But I think it's completely different. I I, I just in terms of the, the me saying that I feel like it's the apprehension to. prevent it from happening again you know what i mean like as in they're they're putting on way and i mean of course draymond has his own his own relationship with the league and i'm sure that played a large part into him getting this fine but listen i'm just saying i just think you know him being part of clutch sports and that's why that's what i'm alluding to is you know you're getting too comfy getting too cozy saying some things you're part of clutch sports I think you should take a break, buddy. All right, all right, take a breather. I want to hear your thoughts on the next subject, man. I love Dame, and I love the you know the trash talk that he had, especially those Clippers. And there's a guy who put a montage of like all like these Clippers, like now you know playing for the Clippers, Mm -hmm. but when they were playing for different teams, and how he just like burnt them. (laughs) Oh yeah, beater after buzzer beater. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's see if I have battle for loose ball foul. George got frustrated. I After did for Trent a second. got in there Let me and switch back. Um, but what I was going to show you guys was I had a montage clip um, of of uh, Damian Lillard talking, I guess, with Paul George or against Paul George. Exactly what you were talking about, though. But continue. Sorry, Moses. I uh, no, I actually wanted to get your thoughts on that too because what happened was uh, a game between the uh, Blazers and Clippers. Uh, Dame Lillard, who's automatic from anywhere, really, and you got to think the free throw line would be the exact same, missed some crucial free throws, ended up losing that game. You could see some Clippers on the side on the bench just laughing hysterically, mocking yeah. Dame Litter, uh, Lillard uh, for his, you know, when he points to his wrist and it's like, you know, what time is it, Dame time type of thing. And Biggest they mistake. started mimicking that. 
And then they went on Twitter and were just kind of, you know, joking, Pat Beverly in particular and, uh, and uh, uh, PG-13. So when Paul George uh, and, and all those guys started saying stuff and, you know, Dame Lillard's like, man, you guys are forming like something like a super team so you can beat us. Like, I've been on my grind here. So you guys are just clowning, right? And I, I totally agree. And I got nothing wrong with like joining players, other players that you want to, to, to make a championship team. But if you're going to mock anybody, Damian Lillard's like the last guy you want to mock Most because guy. you know he's going to come back and he's going to kill you. And you know what he did to Philly <laughs> the next game? Philly were Torched. the, uh, the victims of the whole thing. And I mean, but Yeah, so they got to thank the Clippers because the, yeah, the Clippers he, he uh, totally a, got him, you know. Yeah, exactly. He took it personally. And then <laughs> Damian Lillard went off on the, on the Sixers. I took it personally, and whoever was in my way next <laughs> would yeah. receive the wrath. <laughs> that is Damien. I, what, what did he I, go I, for? 51 points? Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. you also have, yeah, just casually, <laughs> casually. And then you, on top of that, you throw in, um, they're only a half game back of Memphis. And I know the Cl- Lakers grab first spot, and I'm trying to Clinch, remember I think, yeah. who's, got, who's got seven. Uh, I'm trying to remember who's seven on the top of my head right now. But it would have been nice to see the Clippers take on the Portland Trailblazers. That, to me, would have been a great first-round matchup. And as much as I say the Clippers are the team that I want to go forward, I don't know. I think it was a little too much, but Pat Bev and company um, to do what they did. And to, if Dame Lillard destroyed that team, which was built to win an NBA championship <laughs> in the Clippers, oh, sweet, sweet revenge. Because Dame's had literally, what, TJ McCullough, and that's pretty much it. He did for uh, a portion of his time there with LaMarcus Aldridge yeah. uh, when he wasn't banged up and, and getting uh, hurt all the time. So, you know, whoa, whoa, he hasn't whoa, 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 had whoa, whoa. the luxuries. Don't, don't skip over the god himself, the MSG <laughs> Don, you know. I, no, hey, mad, mad props three. to Carmelo Anthony. 15th all-time scorer now. This, come on, he cannot be stopped, y'all. You know, once I used to bag on this guy like you cannot believe but that's because he was wearing you know the blue the blue and and, and orange is the, that he's redeemed himself he's redeemed himself you know uh yeah. he's it's a hard road but but so yes you what am i and you're talking about the blue and orange you're referring to oklahoma city yeah you're yeah. <laughs> when you're like oh the blue and orange oh okay clearly he's talking about oklahoma i don't know any other nba team that wears blue and orange I might know, uh, I might know, a, you know, a, a, was it a G League team? Yeah, maybe. That plays in Madison Square Gardens. Yeah. The Mecca. N- the Mecca. M- yeah, exactly. And MS, yeah, 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 they play at the Mecca. You know, they toss around but the no ball other a few team times. Yeah, yeah. out there. <laughs> nope. Are you talking about New York? Oh, you're referring to Brooklyn? Yeah. The Nets? The yeah, Nets. Yeah, 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 the Nets, the Nets, the Nets. Because every team I'm referring to can go over 500. That's, yeah. Because that's the that's you know the quality of an NBA team. Anything less than that is, of course, just subpar. And if the there's whole... any fan base, any fan base you got to pour liquor out to. It's the New York Knicks. Oh, God bless you, people. The amount of abuse you take. Yes. Like leave the relationship. It's just until until they prove otherwise. Like yeah. leave leave yeah. your ass. That's oh, all I gotta sure. say. It was even oh, you poor guys it, um... and girls. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, oh, it was even um, the torture um, they put you through. Said by Shaq on on tip off as well when asked uh, about the Knicks and their chances of ever winning a championship, and he said never. He said, you know, not even in a uh, joking manner. He said, as long as he draws breath, he believes they will not win a championship, not in their current state and not ever in the future. 
we all know why, you know, because these things start at the top. But yeah, <laughs> who would sell a golden goose, Moses? Who would sell a golden goose? That's the qu- that's a million. That's his, the his billion name, dollar yeah. question. His name, you know, rhymes with uh, <laughs> is it Dames Jolin? Yeah. <laughs> Dames Jolin. You know, you uh, don't want to say his real name, otherwise you might be. It's like retro- Beetlejuice. You might be retroactively. And then all of a sudden, your franchise is being owned. Yeah, and then you're banned from MSG without even setting foot there. <laughs> we wouldn't want that. We're, yeah, we exactly. haven't we haven't made it yet, and we we don't want to be banned already. I wouldn't be surprised if we do because yeah, we're on this podcast. A, we might be yeah. on the blacklist already. We don't even. Yeah, know exactly. Podcasts or franchises that no have. MSG list. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no. No MSG front fr- front entrance, back entrance, side entrance. Yeah. None of the entrances you can get through. No. But uh, like you were saying, yeah, with Dame and um, Paul George's um, altercation, the most beautiful thing about it is that Paul George is really, honestly, just talking from a hurt place. It's you know, it's it makes and I Dame was spot on. I don't understand why Paul George was was talking like. He was he was winning because it was not. I don't. Did we forget what just happened last year? <laughs> because OKC was sent home with a quote unquote bad shot, you know, that he defended. And I mean, enough montages have been made about that moment to know that in infamy, Paul George will be understandably known as the man who gets shot in the just. The, the worst shots in the face. And it is it is a part and parcel of being uh, uh, that good of a player. You have to take the licks. You know, Steph Curry can, can shoot out of his skull. But Steph Curry also remembers what Kyrie uh, Irving's elbow looked like in 2016. You know, with that black sleeve right there last second. I was like, yeah. You, that's a memory you never forget. You don't forget that. Jalen Rose, incredible player. Right throughout his career. Did incredible things in college. Jalen Rose will never rem- forget the 81 points that he that he got. He let walk right past him in one regulation game. Don't understand how that happened, but, you know. <laughs> new memes about his new cut. <laughs> I see you. I see you. 81, 81 degrees. Okay. Paying tribute. You know, it's really what yeah. it is right now. But yeah, no, it's it makes no sense why he would come back at him, you know, during this. Yeah, just play the game, you know. PG, you have no place to talk right now, and neither does Patrick v- Beverly. Because I had even forgotten Patrick Beverly played for the Houston Rockets. And then when they showed Plus back you. the clip of Damian Lillard destroying the Houston Rockets... His sophomore season, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, he had been in the league for two seasons, relatively unknown, and he he led Portland right past Houston like it was nothing. Pat, it was an upset. An upset. And I'm sure Pat Bev was visibly upset himself. So <laughs> neither of them have any place to stand on or really talk because it's it's yeah, it's just it you've never you haven't done anything. You know, you are both qualified athletes, but you've done even less than Damian Lillard has done. So, take a seat. Let's watch this play out. And I would, I gladly would love to see a Portland Trailblazers versus Clippers semifinal. And let's really see who's got it. You know, it will be the Clippers on that spot. But I'm, 
I'm rooting <laughs> for Portland. I'm rooting for Portland to get in there yeah. and uh, see what they can do. It would be great. You know, Memphis, please take a knee this time. Jaw, we under- you're great. We understand. You know, you're going to win Rookie of the Year. You yeah, got, you, got you, a, you already got a trophy. You yeah. got years. I What we need to see is Dame. Oh, man. I just need to, you know. I've forgotten what time it is. That's the thing. So we just need to be brought back to that. Um, But yeah. How about your good friend that uh, played with uh, Phoenix and all of a sudden is doing well in Indiana? Oh, man. TJ. TJ, TJ, TJ. The biggest, I don't, I upset in, in front office history. I think in recently, 10, the last 10 years, it must be. It's. It's as if you stood on a diamond itself, Moses, realized it was a diamond, and still threw it out the window because you think copper is going to really do big this year. You're like, ah, diamonds aren't going to really, yeah. copper, copper, right? You that's where it's at. That's, that's where it's at. With no, not even in comparison to this trade, because now you're thinking about the fact that what was he given away for? Chump change, apparently. I think picks. Did he get any picks? No, not even a pick. Maybe one. I remember a contract out of that TJ Warren deal. It's a who. No one even knows. No one even knows who's in Phoenix in his place. Right. That's the crazy thing. Bigger basketball. Is it J Cole? Who is it? It's someone. Oh, I love that J. Cole thing, by the way. It would be great. like, yeah, hit us up. And he's like, nah. <laughs> like, who has the audacity as a rapper? No pro experience. Not saying he was a, he was a pretty good college player. Great here. college player. Yeah, but I mean, player. like, let's be real. I like, think, you who know, had the audacity? Who hasn't even played one minute in the league listen, listen. to have that cojones to be like, nah, I'm good. I want to go to L.A. Yeah, the, <laughs> I was like, okay. The, the monster, monster P school of thought, you know, when you, when you yeah. realize that you're actually a big one. And, I mean, Detroit, Detroit needs any help that they can get. But, yeah, so – TJ Warren, do you have that? Do you have the stat? I don't even know who TJ Warren uh, was I'm trying to look for. it up right now. But he came in. A, I think he believe he was a deadline deal. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, TJ Warren. There's an article that says he called the Suns trade very disrespectful. As it as he should feel that yeah, way. Yeah, they traded him to the Pacers for cash considerations. Not even a player or pick. It's just like, you know what? Just give us some money. You know, give us lotto tickets. We're good. Devin. <laughs> Devin. Devin, leave. Devin. Devin. Devin Booker. Listen. Draymond aside, Devin Booker, you gotta leave. If this is if this is the if this is the thinking of the first of the, the front office. Moses, not even a pick. Not even a, not even trading for another person. So you purely just cap space is basically what it was. It was just a clear cap space for who? They probably were thinking a bench roll, you know, someone who could pick up minutes here and there, you know, a support player, not a man who's out here pulling up from from forty from forty deep, shooting it, eyes closed, lights out, like it's nothing, you know? Yeah, Chad Buchanan is the GM. Very good deal for the Pacers. Very good deal. <laughs> you needed somebody to fit. They lost a bonus. So yeah. they needed somebody, but the way they're playing now, it just fits TJ Warren in what he's capable of doing. Now we're seeing that. 
you know i I love those memes yeah just be like you know my uh my grandfather or whatever had kareem my father had michael jordan i have bubble <laughs> tj warren that's beautiful so but what do you think do you, i i do feel like a lot of his at uh, you know like increased productivity is is from this as a result of this deadline deal just you know him thrown into the mix and, and feeling slighted because of course he's still an nba professional meaning he still has a level of 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 worth ethic and also um ability that shouldn't qualify him for something like that at this stage in his career because of course he's still a younger dude and and maybe not giving the look that he would have wanted at, in the phoenix system they're playing a lot of uh booker ball you know um they got Aiton there like and he's he's struggling to kind of get things going but um when things were, were if 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 all things were said and done it was it was going to look like a phoenix refresh where you had Booker as your leader you have uh Aiton and you have Kelly Uber and and a few other guys to to form a franchise around so i would imagine that they're going to play that younger type of of ball but how TJ Warren doesn't fall into that makes no sense to me, Moses, because the versatility, the 3 and D player that he is, I don't see why he's even lo- overlooked. I mean, was he just not showing up to training? Was he just, did he say the wrong thing? Does he just wear poor cologne? Because I don't see how you overlook him even on the, uh, when you, when you're training. Right, that's where that's where I'm confused. The disconnect happens at that point that you're making a decision like that that brass. And I think, in retrospect, Devin Booker, if, you, if this is for cash, man, Devin Booker, you gotta li- you gotta dip. These guys don't care about the franchise. I don't think they're gonna get you anyone. You know, we're gonna be looking at at the uh, at the next um, the next draft here. Uh, well, Phoenix aren't going to be eligible for the, the big one, but I'm sure they have a few big picks left behind, you know, over the past few years because of how poor they've been doing. And, you know, get another potential superstar. Who do we got next up? Does Bol Bol have a brother? You know, Bol Bol 2? Bol Bat Bol? Bol ba- yeah. Baseball? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> I'll be here all week. I, I tried. I tried. But yeah, I really do think that that's, uh, that's next up. Um, so Moses, I also wanted to ask, man, what do you think are the, um, what are the odds that the MLB is going to have to cancel this season? Is this, are we, are they we, won't. no, or, or what does, what, uh, I think when you have, let's say a third of your teams, all of a sudden go down you have like all those games gone. Yeah. You had a team or two like what's happened that you had a it's basically it's a scare, but you got through it and you could kind of you know with a schedule work things out. But um, I think they're going to be okay. Uh, you know, I think the, the Marlins' fault or the players was uh, <laughs> was reading was it that they went to uh, went to an exotic club and ah. got themselves uh, oh, the COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were they got a call. Um, the call ID said. Um... Uh, six god and then they were told that hey there's a great place to get some wings and they were like oh okay okay because you know it's the marlins right and you know where the marlins are guys say it with me 
Tampa. What? Okay. And where is Pray Tell Tampa? Not too far swinging a ride away from Orla. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Now that we all have that under uh, advisement, now we know what happened. Um, but yeah, continue, Moses. <laughs> well, that's what happened, and I think that's what kind of led to the outbreak. Is what I'm getting at. It's not like they, you know, living in a bubble. If you're going from like to the park to home and whatnot, or you know, you're with your team in a hotel. I think that's a little bit different as opposed to people going out, venturing out into the public that puts you at higher risk and gets you into trouble. So I think um, once you know that, I think you, you can control it and it'll be easier. There was a bit of a scare, but it turned out a lot of the Marlins players turned negative um, in terms of their tests. So they were able to to proceed playing baseball and, you know, we'll kind of move forward. So, but it's kind of a warning shot to those, Hey, you know, we don't want a situation where you can cancel the season, especially if you've gone through two thirds of it already, you're going through that, you know, last stretch of 20 games trying to make the playoffs or have a good chance of making the playoffs and you never know what could happen all of a sudden some dumbass with another team that has no reason to be playing baseball because their team sucks um, causes you to lose out on a potential world series championship yeah i'd be peeved too so i think it's just coming down to teams and everything else to make sure hey we want this thing to work we're gonna have to play ball we can't be doing things like that. For sure. You don't necessarily have to be in a bubble, although both the NBA and NHL have shown it, it's worked ex- exceptionally well. Uh, you have to you have to be careful in these situations and know where you're going and everything else. You could do that on your own time, you know, after the season ends, when your season's done. But for now, yeah, don't, don't do that. We're, yeah. we're in a situation where you don't want to put other players at risk. And God forbid, you know, somebody gets dies from this. Yeah. That'd be Usually, the, yeah. You no, know, they might survive, but they have like a, a condition Lost that underlies this, and then yeah, exactly. That might um, hinder their performance and eventually their money. There's a lot of factors that goes into this. Um, so I think you just just be cautious is what I'm For getting sure. at. And, For sure. You know, there's nothing wrong with playing ball. You got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, all good. But yeah. All right. That's what I got. That's know, what I got to say for baseball. Fire safety conserves conservation, as Moses says. Wear your masks. <laughs> only you can prevent <laughs> only, forest fires. Only you can prevent forest fires. And then the last thing, just before we get, we get going, Moses, I know we got to get mm-hmm. you out here. Um, yep. uh, we got in Europe. So transfer deadline days uh, are approaching uh, for European football. And I just wanted to say I was gloriously surprised to see that a Manchester United outfit really um celebrating two three days prior on a on a uh, all but done deal with one Jaden sancho the next big star of english football um and then i woke i woke up this morning to find out the president of dortmund said oh no there uh there's gonna be a Jaden sancho next season and then the season after that and then the season after that so I don't know about you guys, but he's still playing out the rest of his contract <laughs> and there's no one going anywhere. So it was surprising to me that all but it was either just transfer deadline day chatter or it was more so about, I, I don't know, just a bridge crossed or a bridge burned. Moses, what are your thoughts on this? I think it's funny. It's anything that happens to Manchester United that's kind of a folly and amuses me a lot. So uh, I don't know. I think eventually that might be something that will happen down the road. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think he's he's still a member of Dortmund and, yeah, he's still and will wearing... continue to do so. Yep. So, Yellow yeah, you know what? 
Yeah, exactly. He'll be wearing the black and yellow. So he'll be he'll be there. Uh, we'll just see what happens. Maybe this is just a way to coax more money out of Man United. And that is that is another issue here. So this is has, has been a trend before uh, going back to even. Oof, I think even. Who could you say? Who would you even say? Zidane? No, no, Zlatan, maybe. Um, where, you know, the the revenue Man United made during Ronaldo and, and Wayne Rooney's time was unprecedented. The coffers f- filled to levels that I don't think many other clubs had seen before or even can comprehend, making Man United in the top five richest clubs in the world and in terms of franchises, top ten. Right, so we're dealing with big, big uh, bank accounts here. Right, since then they haven't really accrued as much in terms of revenue. But like you were saying, Moses, what's been happening is you you do the you do the the the, the sale, you put it on the table, and just before they're about to agree upon it, you take it back, and you say the well, price it's... has gone up by ten. <laughs> yeah, you know, right now it's one hundred and twenty million euro. That's what they're going for. Ridiculous. Um, they're that's what they're demanding. Mm-hmm. But Sancho is a young stud. Like that's jump change. You who's that? Oh man, who's that center back that they paid an excruciating amount of money for? Is it Maguire? Um, Manu. Uh oh yeah yeah Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire was uh was he went from Leicester City, um to Manchester United. I think he's at twenty five maybe, um, and you know honestly just not that proven. I know a lot of people believe. Um, he's actually one of the better defenders um, this season, if not in England. He had a very good English run during the World Cup. But a hundred million pounds, or close to a hundred million pounds, for a defender, ridiculous. I don't think it makes any sense. And that's yeah, exactly eighty million from Leicester. Eighty million. That's more than Virgil Van Dyke. Eighty million. And then they then they had to get one Bissaka from Crystal Palace for about seventy-five or something like that, or sixty ridiculous so and both of these deals and then also bruno fernandez who they had to get for about like although he's turned out fantastic though fantastic fantastic but the same the same line of thinking you start off by putting the person on the table letting man united approach swing it back and go and pumping the price up by 10 and once the fans because i think the fans really they really tie the, the, the manager's hands in very many aspects, especially for Man United. Once they like the person and they demand a transfer for it, you you either go or you're out. You're out of job at this point. Um, so I think OG doesn't even have any option outside of playing ball with uh, Dortmund. So if you're already saying that it was a 120 bid that was rejected... We're looking at close to 150 or 165. Jado Sancho might unintentionally become the most expensive athlete, you know, in the world. At the tender age of what, 20, 21? He's 20. Yeah, he's 20 right now. That's crazy because the deal breaks down. It'll be three installments of 100 million euro and then an additional 20 million in regards to his performance. And he already had a five-year deal with United in place. Once the transfer went through, that's not happening. <laughs> so he had a deal with a five-year deal and last then, week. Oh my god! And then and then the and wait, you said uh, the hundred, the first hundred million would come in three installments. Yeah. 
Okay. So the, the way it broke down was it'd be three installments um, for the hundred million, and then an additional twenty million depended on his performance. So then there was no, there would be no surprise that he probably would bag you know, about would 15, complete 20 the 120, goals. 120 million would be paid for. Like the, the kid's going to be very good. Easy. I think his Premier League debut is going to be uh, delayed. I don't think it's a problem. No. I think he's great. I, a few more years in the Bundesliga, I have no problem with him sticking with Dortmund. I love Jaden Sancho. So I'm cool with him <laughs> uh, sticking around uh, for as you. long as we can get, as long as we can keep him. Cause I know he needs to uh, kind of fly the coop and, and, you know, expand his game to, and I guess being back home in England would yeah. do that for him. So I got no beef with that, Yeah, but it's not for a while. Uh, they got a great young group there when it comes to Dortmund. I think hopefully someone can just not, like, I feel like this year was the year and Dortmund or um, was it Munich ended mm-hmm. up, you know, winning which it shouldn't have happened it shouldn't have happened that's just my opinion uh but the league was like here you go we might as well just give it to you much like juve right come There's, on there have been some years where juve has been gifted the championship yeah uh, when they, they've you know received some heat throughout the seasons teams would just fall off but yet juve would steadily keep going and you see that with bayern munich so hopefully someone there can knock them fingers crossed it's dortmund in my opinion uh, my hopes as a dortmund fan but uh, no, it's just uh, it's interesting. I think it's it's one of those things. I kind of laugh at what's going on with uh, United in that situation. They're going to be going to the Champions League, so they're they're going to have that money. They're going to have that lure. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens next. Maybe Dortmund gets Man U, and we'll see what happens there. Maybe Listen, in the draw that's happening, I think it should happen in October. Yeah, October, September with the. New- uh, yeah, the draw because they yeah. kind of pushed everything. Yeah, it's been uh, truncated. Forward. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, and oh yeah, and this on that uh, great great results from uh, Champions League. Um, Chelsea got pumped again. <laughs> it's always a good day when Chelsea get pumped. <laughs> uh, and he took William from him apparently. Took William in the case. Uh, you know, things are going good. Your beloved Arsenal. <laughs> London is doing good right now. It's it's good to see their folly. Man City and upset. You know, um, I don't know if they're becoming the next Barcelona because how you go from suspended to unsuspended to beating Real Madrid in the matter of like two months is ridiculous to me. I, it just boggles the mind, but incredible performance on that front. I was kind of hoping they won the Champions League and were banned yeah, the next that's, That would have been... <laughs> so they couldn't defend their title. But yet they're still winners. Okay. So yeah, um, Pep, you got some friends in FIFA. Well done to you on that one. Um, yeah, I don't event... think anybody's punished. When I hear people are punished and yeah. the appeals, I'm like, well, we know where the appeal's going to go. Yeah, yeah. You know how the appeal's going to go. Yeah, come on, guys. Guys, it's Man City, guys. Guys. Yeah. Kevin De Bruyne, um, incredible performance by um, Lyon to shut out Juve, keeping uh, Ronaldo away from beating Lyon. Actually, he's never. And sorry, actually... got his. Uh, his sorry, got behind the... canned. Sorry, sorry, sorry behind. He's got the Chelsea curse, man. Once you leave Chelsea, like it's just it's like a fever. You can't. The people just get, I have less time to talk to you because everyone who's managed Chelsea post besides um, you know barring Jose um, has all had really short tenured careers at team after team after team after team like you, you it's just a downhill battle from there you just get painted a bad one 
So, unfortunate to Juventus, you're going to have to try again. Buffon, you're going to be crying at home, but I'm sure you'll get over it. Uh, I look forward to seeing the next round. We have, I think, Man City, is Man, Man, City, Man United in the semis. Um, Barcelona, Barcelona. Going to be incredible. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and Moses, outside of that, do you have anything else you want to add? No, man, I'm good. It's been a great week. We're going to have more sports continuing off. Uh, we got more Champions League play, uh, both from a qualifying as well as the still current 1920 season that has to be completed so yeah we're talking tons of football we're talking about tons hey we're going american football is almost coming up too um, let's go the pop, NFLs pop, pop, are, you know approaching their season so we should know what, what's going on there in the next couple days uh nhl's right through the uh, uh so i guess they're, they're right in the middle of the postseason yeah. uh, they officially started their playoffs as of uh tuesday uh so it's been fantastic there the nba is going to be starting it over the weekend Great time to be a sports fan. Great time to be a sports fan, Moses. I completely agree. And just as we sign off, I can't wait to say Paul Pierce ain't shit. You guys already know. Have a good rest of your week. This podcast is a Collab House production.